Hello, and welcome, or welcome back, to Answer 42, a podcast that temporarily knows it all. In this, my 42nd year of being alive, I've decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now know. Today is day 355 of this project. Today is also the 3rd of August, and that means today you conclude harnessing your wisdom on childhood memory specific. In other words, what do you remember? This turned out to be such a sweet question to answer throughout the practice. I'm not going to go back and re-remember everything that I have excavated so far, but, you know, as a reminder to future me, These memories have now been captured and are here for any future need you might have for them. Also, a specific reminder that you have indeed captured the details of the great catch-up mishap of 1986 or 1987. If you need it, it is here for you. All right, for the last time as part of this project, what do you remember? You remember your progressive fancy pants primary school where every fall there was this event called the fall harvest procession or something along those lines where every student was dressed up in a burlap sack given a fruit or vegetable and then the chance to march across the school's campus and leave their fruit or vegetable offering on the makeshift altar at the end of the gym you were assigned to offer up a pomegranate each year that you did this, which became a foundational moment for your relationship with the myth of Persephone. At this same school, you took part in a retelling of the birth of the universe in the Big Bang through, I kid you not, an interpretive dance where you and your classmates all played the planets. You played the planet Mars, which was really cool because you got to wear red, but was really not cool because at the time, Mars didn't have any moons, so you were dancing by yourself. You suppose this became a foundational moment for your relationship and desire of theater and science paired together. And by the way, we now know that Mars does indeed have two tiny moons. Shout out to Phobos and Deimos. You remember being in a new school for third grade onwards and being cast as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, a role you think you got because you were the only student who came in already knowing all the words to Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And that experience not only became a foundational moment, but probably solidified your journey down the path that you currently find yourself journeying down even now. You remember the class project in fifth grade where the class wrote and performed an opera, well, really a play with one original song, and you played the role of the stage manager in the play. That is to say, your character was the stage manager of the play that the characters in the play were creating in the play with music that you were actually creating with your fifth grade class. It was all very meta. Now, come to think of it, the character that you played in that play within a play was more like a director than a stage manager. So again, that experience not only became a foundational moment, but probably solidified your journey on the path you find yourself on even now. Fun fact, a representative from the Metropolitan Opera 
came to see the show, as they did every year, and you were called out for your brilliance, thus giving birth to the praise kink that you experience even today. Moving on, I remember the first time I got to play a character who was filled with rage and pain. I was 14, and I was playing a punk runaway in a Lily Tomlin show. I remember being a senior in high school and playing the character in the show who doesn't want to have kids so that she could focus on her art and also because she knows she needs to take care of her aging mother. Interesting. Also, I remember the moment when I was in college and I realized that, hey, I wanted to make the theatrical worlds that other people play in rather than play in the world that someone else created. In other words, I remember the moment I was in London, I was in a Shakespeare scene study class where I stopped wanting to be an actor and knew I wanted to be a director. I remember the moments of feeling so satisfied with something I had created and all the times when the performance didn't live up to my expectation for it, and thus I was denied that feeling of satisfaction, which just made me want to chase after that feeling of satisfaction even more. I remember the performances that I've got to experience as an audience member that changed me as an, audi- as an artist. And what's interesting is there's not a clear line through them all, which means any show I find myself about to watch has the potentiality of changing me as an artist yet again. There are so many other memories that I want to hang on to. There really are. But it's time to end this part of the practice, I think. Tomorrow is August 4th, when you conclude harnessing your wisdom on beauty. In other words, where do you turn when you need aesthetic inspiration? Thank you for witnessing my 42nd year. Bye now.